Masechet Nazir Daf Kaf Vav. The Mishnah spoke about superfluous funds uh, as follows. If a woman says, I'm a Nazira, and she allocated funds for her korbanot, and then the husband came and annulled her vow. And so now you have this money, what are we going to do with it? The Mishnah said it depends. If it was allocated specifically for each animal, I'll say this $300 altogether, and a person said 100 for Chatat, 100 for Ola, 100 for Shalamim. Uh, in that case, each thing, since it's already allocated, has its own different law. That for Chatat, you can't use. Uh, you can't just bring a Chatat uh, voluntarily, and it's uh, sanctified. So you throw that money into the Dead Sea. That which is an Ola, no problem. Bring a regular Ola. That which is Shalamim, also no problem, bring a shilamim, the shilamim of, of a, voluntar, a voluntary shilamim, and that of a nazir is a little bit different, and so the laws of that shilamim uh, will be somewhat like the regular shilamim and somewhat like the nazir. Okay, good. Now, what if those, that money was not allocated? I mean, all the $300 in general was specified. This is going to be money that I'm going to bring for my korbanot, but it was not allocated, it was not specified that, 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 what, that it's going to be for these uh, three um, actual types, that the 100 is going to be for this, 100 for that. Uh, so since it's unallocated money, the Mishnah taught, well, then you can donate the money for to the Beit HaMikdash and it will be used for voluntary communal offerings. All right, so in, now here's the Chidush. Even though part of that money is for Chatat, and you can't just bring a chatat offering voluntarily since it was unallocated. So it's all mixed up. That's okay. Even that chatat money, since it's not quite allocated for a chatat, specifically chatat, it's just mixed in, you can use it. What's the source for that? According to the Biochanan, the source was a halacha l'mashemisinai. Right? And so that's what the Biochanan said. This is a halacha. That's, his words were, Amar mor halacha hi nazir. Good. Now we're going to ask a question about this. Hold on. Is Nazir the only case where superfluous, unallocated funds go to communal offerings? There is another case, and we're about to see. So we ask. We're talking about a case of someone who has to bring two birds, like a misora. <clears throat> when he's finished being purified, he brings two birds, one for a hatat and one for an ola, if he's poor. If he's rich, then he has to bring two animals. Okay, so someone who has to bring two kinim, and uh, he separated money for, my, for his birds. Okay, so this money will be for my two birds. And then, let's say he got rich, and now he can afford an animal. So what should he do with that original money? So he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to bring to use the money and buy an animal for a hatat, that's fine. If you want to use the money to buy an animal for an ola, that's also fine, because that money originally was designated for hatat and ola. So therefore, so he didn't allocate it, so it's all mixed together. You can use it for either one, and then uh, whatever it is, he'll add extra money to buy the to for the difference in price and to buy the extra one. Uh, now, if he dies, me, uh, uh, he dies, and he had this uh, money that was unallocated. Okay, so different case. He's a misora, 
and he allocated, he took money, he says, this will be for both of my birds, and then he dies, so now you can't use it. What, what are you going to do with it? Um, so Yipululin Dava, then they go to communal uh, offerings. Even though within that money is mixed hatat money and hatat, you can't bring a, a hatat for a voluntarily. Nevertheless, because they were situmin, because it was not designated that this fifty dollars will be for a hatat, it was just mixed in. Then it goes to communal offerings. So we see here another case that's just like the previous one. How come Rabbi Yohanan didn't tell us that this is also part of that oral tradition? that permits it and the answer is you're right uh, let's add to that oral tradition and say nazir and um, those who are required to bring a, a, a nest a bird offering that in a that are that's that's in a similar case okay good so now we have two cases where we have this very special law that even something money that has within it korban hatat mixture if uh, it's become superfluous then you can use it for communal voluntary offerings. Now, why do you have to specify any cases at all? Why even say Nazir and Chavekinin? Just say anytime, right? So now we're going to present a case that is similar where we do not apply this rule. We're going to have a mixture with Chatat money and you cannot use it uh, when it's superfluous uh, for, uh, uh, for voluntary offerings. Here we go. Someone was had was liable to bring a hatat. He he violated Shabbat by mistake. Okay, he has to bring korban hatat. And besides that, he also made a separate vow to to say, I want, I'm going to bring a korban ola. So now he has two separate obligations and one hatat, one ola. Now he designated money and he said, this will be for my obligations, right? For my, uh, for all of them. Um, okay. So let's say he had $200 and that will include the khatat and the ola. Here's the thing, um, because he didn't designate which is which, so if he wants to use all of the money to bring the hatat, he cannot because some of it's for the ola. And if he wants to use all the money for the, for the ola, he cannot because some of it is for the, uh, for the uh, hatat. You see, the difference here is that um, the two the obligations come from two distinct sources one from the sin that he made one from his vow and therefore they're not mixed up and you can uh, later designate them All right so this is this is a problem um, now uh, if he had this uh, this money this two hundred dollars and he dies once he dies so now these are superfluous funds because he doesn't need to bring this hatat and uh, so what are you going to do with the money you have to throw it into the dead sea why why don't you say like the previous cases that you can take the money it's superfluous money included in it is a mixture of hatat okay so what uh, like before, why not say that we give it as voluntary communal offerings? No, we don't. We only say you could bring it as a voluntary communal offering if it's chatat money mixed in together with other monies that all derive from a single source, a single reason, because the person was a nazir or because they were a mesorah. So now they have to bring hatat among other types of sacrifices and this unallocated funds. Then we say, well, not quite specified. 
But in this case, where it comes from two different sources, two different obligations, and he has a full obligation for Hatat and a full obligation for an Ola that are not related to each other, and now he has money that he didn't specify, so, well, maybe it's all for Ola, maybe it's all for Hatat, and therefore you cannot bring communal or gift offerings from it. So that's why Rabbi Yochanan uh, stated the oral tradition as being Nazir and Kinin and things like it, but not every case, um, not this case where it comes from two different sources of obligation. Good. Now, Amar Hadamat Meforashin La. Now, the Mishnah distinguished between uh, designated money, allocated money, and unallocated money. So, what exactly would be the difference in formulation between the two? So, when we said Meforashin, that if they're allocated, uh, money, then uh, you cannot use it for gift offering, right? That uh, the part that you allocated for hatat has to be thrown into the Dead Sea. This is not, not that's true, not only when one said this hundred is for hatat, this hundred dollars is for Allah, this hundred dollars is shalamim, that's for sure is an allocation, and whatever we said for, for hatat, that hundred dollars has to be thrown into the Dead Sea. Not only that case, Ella Afilo Amar Elu Lechatati, Veol Olati, U Velishla Mai, Meforashin Hen. Even if he had all $300 together and he said, This $300 is for my Hatat, my Ola, and my Shelamim, that's also called allocated. Even though he didn't say this $100 bill and this $100 bill, since he did um, explicitly list Hatat as one of the things that he's going to use it for, so then it, it, that's too much of a designation, even though it's not a particular dollar bill that he said will be for that coin, of course, right? A coin that said uh, this will be for Hatat, that's still enough of an allocation that is going to have to take uh, um, some of it and throw it into the Dead Sea. It can't use it all for um, communal offerings. That's one version of Rav Asheh. Another version which goes even farther. This is not only if he said uh, this $100 bill, this $100 bill, that we already, of course. And not only if he said this $300 altogether is for Mechatat Ola and Shlamim, that also is for sure considered uh, designated. But even if he took all $300 and says, this is for my obligation, that's also considered allocated. Why? Well, my obligation includes all of his obligations, um, but the primary obligation is the Qurban Hatat. Right? We saw earlier that, according to one opinion, if you bring the Qurban Hatat and didn't bring the uh, Ola yet, you still finished, you completed your uh, Nezirut. So, uh, since the Chovati um, is specifically uh, um, uh, highlights the hatat, so therefore that's also like saying um, a designate. That's enough of a designation that you can't use all the money for communal offerings. Uh, that's Rav that's Asher's chidush. Now Rav has a chidush too. Amar Rav Hadamaran ma'ot setumin yipululin dava im nafla deme hatat mi benehen harehen kimeforashin. When we said that um, uh, unallocated money, you could take all of it and use it for voluntary communal offerings, uh, which is good. We don't want to waste money, so it all go for these communal offerings. At least we're keeping the Mizbeach busy. Um, so that's true. Um, uh, that, that's true. However, if uh, the money for the Hatat 
it says literally fell, but it means if it was separated from the, among the 300, then that's also like allocated. So yeah, we had this 300 and it was unallocated, but then somewhere along the line where someone said, okay, this 100, I'm separating from the full amount, that's going to be for hatat. In that case, the other 200 is considered like it's designated. And since it's designated, the Ola money, go buy a Korban Ola and bring it. And the Shelamim money, go bring a Korban Shelamim and offer it. Um, so as long as you get the Hatat out of it, then the rest of it you can use for the regular types of sacrifices. It doesn't have to be for the communal um, uh, offerings. Good. Tanyat Kivateh Rava, we have a Braita that supports Rava. Someone said, this is for my chatat. So he had $300. He has a, takes a hundred. He says, this hundred will be for my chatat. The rest of it, the rest of the 200, will be for the rest of the things that I have to bring as a nazir. Good. So then uh, that person, let's say, dies. Um, and uh, now is this money is uh, superfluous, cannot be used for that because there's no one that needs atonement. So the money that was for hatat, you have to throw that into the Dead Sea. And the rest of the money, you can bring the regular things, half for an ola and half for a shelamim, and that's fine. And if someone would take for himself uh, you, you have personal use from that money, then they get me'ila, um, uh, if they use all of it, the whole full $200, but not if they use less than half of it. Why? Because uh, uh, korban shelamim, there's no me'ilah for shelamim while, that, while the animal is alive. You'd only be me, uh, commit me'ilah for shelamim after you sprinkle the blood. And so now it's in monetary form, so that's certainly before you don't even buy the animal yet. So if someone uses money for shelamim, for personal use, there's no, there's no problem, there's no violation of me'ilah. It's not allowed, but there's no violation of me'ilah, which is uh, much more severe. And so therefore, up to $100, um, no me'ilah. If he takes for himself $101, up to $200, uh, then that he would be violate me'ilah because that other 200 is for an olah. And olah, you do violate even while the animal is alive. The Braita continues, If he takes $100 and says, that this $100 is going to be for my Ola, and the rest for the other things, for the Chatat and Shalamim. So, So, for the Ola, that's no problem. He'll bring the Korban Ola. And if he would use that money for personal benefit, because that's in Ola. And the rest of it uh, will go to, since it's unallocated, you can use it for communal offerings. Even though there's chatat mixed into it, that's fine. It's not designated, right? That's the oral tradition. Now, if someone uses all, takes for, next that money for personal use, all of it, then there is milah, because there is milah for a chatat. But if they take for themselves only part of it, less than a hundred um, of the rest, well, that would be for shalamim, and there's no me'ilah for shalamim. So it's the same law. If he takes more than 101, 
then he commits me'ilah. Uh, so we do see here, the, here a support for Rava, um, because uh, this is the same thing. He, uh, when you say mixed funds, it doesn't have to be that all three are mixed. If the, as long as two of them are mixed, um, then it's the same law. And if you are designated, pre-designated, the korban, the, the money for the khatat, then the khatat is separate. And the rest of it, you can, since there's no khatat money in it at all, you can use as the regular uh, offering um, that the nazir would have to bring. Okay, good. Amarav Huna Amarav. Lo shanu elamaot. Aval behema harehi kimforeshet. Rav Huna, in the name of Rav, has another chidush. This oral tradition that we heard from Rabbi Ochanan, this only applies to money, to cash. Uh, that's it. If you have cash and it's undesignated, then um, it's all mixed together. You can use it all for, and it's superfluous, you can use it all for the communal offering. Aval But if I separated some animals, um, and let's say I didn't say which animal is going to be for which, um, but if I'm designating the actual animals, now you can kind of tell which one it's going to be because each of the animals is different, right? For the, you need a female sheep for the hatat offering, a male sheep for the ola, a ram for the shelamim. So by separating animals, it kind of makes it clear that it's, this, it's, it's allocated. So then that would be the same as allocated. I can't say, oh, I, I wanted just the value of the animals and then I was going to divvy it up differently. Okay, so um, that would be like miforeshet, and then if it becomes superfluous, um, you would uh, you would have to treat each one differently, um, as the Mishnah already said. Oh, says, wait a second. I have a. Uh, I want to add something to what Rav Huna said. Name of Rav. Um, when you said that designating an animal is is uh, 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 setting aside animals, it's like I allocated exactly which one's which, even if I didn't say so because of the type of animal. That's only if they're unblemished and can be sacrificed. So then it's clear that I, I wanted each one to be for its, uh, its uh, designated category. But if they were blemished, so then I can't offer it as a sacrifice. If it's blemished, then I so surely I meant the monetary value of each one. And therefore, it doesn't matter which types of animal I brought. It could have been cows. It could have been rams. It could have been male, female, right? And even if it happens to be that one's a female and one's a male and one's a ram, um, I didn't mean that this is going to be a, a sacrifice. I just meant the value of it because it's blemished. And so therefore, this would be like unallocated funds and then I would be able to sell all the animals I designated take the money and donate it all to communal offerings I don't have to send anything to the Dead Sea however Naska La but bars of silver that is not the same as cash um, see cash has a coin has says on it how much it's worth so it's easily uh, easily traded um, uh, whereas a, a, a bar of silver you have to go and you have to weigh it and estimate it and uh, it takes some uh, it takes much more effort so that's not considered cash and the oral tradition was only for cash and not for other things that um, or cash or things that are like cash see animals um, a blemished animal is almost like, it's almost like cash. You go anywhere and you could trade an animal. Uh, but these ingots, they are, they are harder to assess and harder to trade. Okay. 
disagrees and says, you know what, even the silver bars, that's considered like cash, because that, that is traded. You know what's not traded, what I would consider not something traded? A pile of beams. Because who, who goes and buys a pile, a pile of beams, right? A builder, someone's about to go and build a house, but this is not a regular, this is not a, a, you know, a cash commodity. Uh, so, uh, therefore, if I des said this pile of beams, I'm going to use for my, uh, for, for my korbanot. Then, and then it becomes superfluous. Uh, so then you have to take this pile of beams and you're going to have to take a third of it and throw it into the, into the, into the Dead Sea. Um, you can take the, the monetary value, right? You put the, uh, you redeem it for the monetary value. It has to go into the Dead Sea because part of it was considered allocated for the korban hatat, um, and so you can't use it all for the communal offering. Um, okay, we'll uh, stop here because the next part is going to go into a new question about what about uh, about birds, and that will continue into the next stuff. Baruch Adonai Amen v'Amen.